At City of Hope, its innovative treatments for cancer and groundbreaking research have saved millions of lives all over the world. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. Cancer treatments are becoming more powerful, less toxic, and increasingly individualized by patient and by tumor. Researchers are enlisting the immune system in the body's fight against cancer's many forms. My guest today is Dr. George Hajar. He's an oncologist with City of Hope. Welcome to the show, Dr. Hajar. Tell us what targeted cancer therapies are. What does that mean when people hear the word targeted therapies? Um, thank you very much for having me on your uh, radio to talk about this uh, very exciting and uh, uh, probably changing way of we approach our treatment of cancer. So targeted therapies are uh, substances or um, medications that uh, work by suppressing the growth and spread of cancer. The main idea centers on the fact that there are specific molecules that can be seen mainly in cancer cells or in the cancer tumor environment. And these specific molecules are very essential for the survival, uh, growth, or spread of cancer to other organs. So by identifying these molecules and then develop medications that specifically target them, we are working on uh, blocking the function of these molecules, which, as I said, are essential for the survival and growth of these tumors. And by doing that, we are suppressing uh, the tumor cell. So um, having said that, uh, uh, this is different than what our traditional chemotherapy is, which is basically uh, giving medications that kill the cells that divide rapidly, um, including the cancer cells, but also there are a lot of normal cells in our body that also divide rapidly and will be affected by the chemotherapy. Um, here we are trying to uh, identify these areas where we are targeting mainly the tumor and trying to avoid exposure to the um, normal cells in the body. So basically, we are turning the cancer treatment from hit-and-run treatment, which was mainly uh, with the chemotherapy, to more uh, uh, turning this disease into chronic uh, disease that we keep giving these medications to suppress uh, uh, the growth of the disease and keep it under control. And what types of targeted therapies are available as of now? There are different uh, molecules and different ways of uh, uh, playing on this uh, modality of treatment. So there are the hormonal therapy, which uh, some diseases depend mainly on our normal hormones to grow, like uh, um, our usual the prostate or breast cancers. And by the fact that we identify these tumors that depend mainly on the hormones and suppressing the hormones, we can control them. There are... Um, uh, something called angiogenesis, which is basically tumors to grow. They need the blood supply, so they have the capability of making their own blood supply. And if we target that uh, uh, capability, the tumors will have not enough blood, and they eventually suffocate and die. Uh, there's ways of uh, what we call apoptosis, which is inducing uh, death uh, sentence into the cell, so it does not keep growing forever forever. 
There are immunotherapy treatments that um, um, uh, also alternate the way how the immune system uh, is handling the cancer because we all know that tumors do suppress our own immune system from attacking them and by reopening our own immune system to attacking the tumor cells, we also use that to kill the tumors. Uh, finally, there is uh, the idea of using something called monoclonal antibodies, which, again, they are antibodies against uh, these molecules that are presented on the tumor cells. And there's a lot of studies now that if we are able to tag these antibodies with a toxin uh, substance or with even radioactive isotope, and then inject this molecule, this combined molecule, if you want, uh, into the patient, then the antibody will carry the radioactive isotope or it will carry the toxin into the uh, very close to the tumor cell where the antigen is, where this, the substance for this antibody is, and direct deliver uh, uh, the poison, if you want, uh, right into uh, the tumor cells while minimizing exposure to the surrounding tissues. So there are a lot of, 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 of ways. Uh, there's new era also of vaccine therapy where we get the patient's tumor and then we uh, create a vaccine that is specific for this t- patient's tumor and then re-inject it back into uh, um, uh, the patient's system and uh, depend on the immune system to, to do the same. And we have one at least now FDA approved for the prostate cancer, which also was breakthrough treatment for these patients. It's absolutely fascinating. Dr. Hajar, what are some of the limitations as you see it for targeted cancer therapy? So um, the, the main thing, as we said, is to find these targets. So there's a lot of research being done to identify uh, uh, these molecules that are specific for each disease type. Um, and once we get that, then we get the other researchers working on the other hands to develop treatment that target that uh, specific target, if you want. Uh, so this is so identifying uh, uh, these targets will be uh, one of the uh, limitations in a way. Then uh, the side effects profile of these medications uh, is somewhat. Uh, uh, different than what we used to see with the chemotherapy. So we don't see much uh, the nausea and vomiting, the hair loss much, um, um, but we see more specific type of of, uh, side effects. And again, these are new medications, so we are learning how to deal with that. Uh, Like the hormonal therapy medications can increase the risk of uh, osteoporosis, can give the patient hot flashes. Some of these medications can cause skin rashes. We, all, we call it acne-like skin rash. Uh, I tell my patients, I'm going to give you acne rash, but I cannot bring you to be a teenager again. Um, some of these medications can cause clotting uh, and can affect the wound healing. And uh, the latest class of uh, these medications uh, uh, works more on um, the immune system. So we have seen that uh, the immune system, after it gets of the suppression from the tumors uh, is uh, sometimes affecting some other organs also, like the thyroid, like uh, we see people coming with thyroiditis or sometimes with uh, diverticulitis or colitis, uh, which is something, again, we, don't, we are not used to see with the traditional chemotherapy medications.
In just the last few minutes, how is it determined whether a patient is a candidate for targeted therapy? And then tell us about your what you're doing that's really exciting at City of Hope. Yes, so so uh, these days when we get a patient uh, uh, diagnosed with a cancer, we don't just ask the pathologist to tell us if the patient has cancer or not. We uh, ask for a lot of uh, information. Uh, we call it uh, genetic testing. Uh, let's say the patient comes with uh, diagnosis of lung cancer, uh, as an example. So we we need to know what kind of cancer, and then we ask for some genetic testing, um, uh, something called EGFR, something called ALK. Uh, and the reason why we ask for that, although it's not uh, very commonly seen, it's probably seen between 5 and 10% of patients. Uh, the reason we do that is because if a patient with lung cancer comes with, let's say, EGFR uh, mutation or, or positivity, then they are treated with a pill that they take at home and uh, minimum side effects, the, the, the mainly is like the acne-like uh, skin rash I talked about before. And I had patients on this pill for more than a couple of years now, just taking the pill every day uh, with no, uh, with the tumor being under, uh, uh, it's suppressed, under control. So, um, so there's a lot of uh, information that are needed uh, uh, to identify the specific for each patient. And we at City of Hope um, have a lot of uh, research being done in the preclinical area where uh, a lot of uh, researchers are working to identify more targets, if you want, uh, on specific tumor types. And then once we identify this, as we said, mainly expressed on the tumor cells, then we, will, uh, we, we have other researchers who are working on developing uh, um, targets that go right after these molecules and uh, um, eventually um, develop new treatment for this disease. It's a very exciting time um, uh, to be uh, practicing oncology in this era of targeted therapy. Thank you so much for being with us today, Dr. Hajar. As I said before, it is absolutely fascinating what you're doing. Thank you so much for all of your hard work, and thanks for being with us today. You're listening to City of Hope Radio, and for more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.